Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. IPC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. A lot of things that we need to clean up, we need to get better, but all things that, that we think are teachable. The shooting is obviously, we're going to be able to stretch the defense out a little bit more than maybe we have in the past. Pretty happy with, with how far advanced the guys are with that. We, we Obviously, we got to get a lot, lot better. You know, some guys are further advanced on knowing this than, than others, but that'll that'll hopefully come over time. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. out of bounds here on 1037 the buzz appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of arkansas john neighbors normally would have joe franklin but he's off today and tomorrow so we have chris kane joining us here in studio as well as todd pierce running the ones and twos back there in the hogsmeade market studios and as always we appreciate it for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon, what's going on, Chris? How hey, good? buddy, it's good to see you. Man. I'm, so I, you have you. it all memorized now. Yeah. So, did you ever have to write out your intro when you were first starting radio? Do you remember like <laughs> wanting to do it and and be like, okay, this is what I'm going to say every day? Was it written out or was it something you know, just kind of came to you? You know, I would say that there was a little bit of it that was written out, uh, but it was In the more, early days. But it's yeah. more like I, it's like I know what I wanted to say. You know right. what I'm saying? Like I know what I wanted it to be and. I don't know how you feel or about certain, you know, sports talk casters or anything like that. Like Cowherd has the same thing every day, that right? Was, and that's that, exactly that's who I modeled it after. Right, right, right. That's yep. what I've, and that's something too where it's it's routine. You know, we'd always talk on the morning show at seven. We were a part of a routine. That's mm-hmm. what, and you want to feel like you're a part of someone's routine. And so, what do you do? You stay routine. Yep. You hit the top of the hour at this yep. time every time. You hit this at this time every day. You hit this at this time because if you're not doing that, then all of a sudden people are like, wait a second, yep. what? Did I miss something? So no, <laughs> I, I get sick? it. Did I, someone I, die? I like, get it. It's part there. There is a certain element of the routine of it, and yeah, I mean that's Cowherd says. I think the same thing every day, right? In Pretty much. Yeah, he's yeah. like, he's just like, oh, it's the herd. Yeah, yeah, right, Cowherd, right, right, you know. right. Uh, Live from Los Angeles. Yeah, yes, where everything's better than yeah. everything yeah. else. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's pretty much. Uh, but no, yeah. like it's you know when we get into radio or when I'm sure when you got into television or broadcasting in general, you know, there's people that you looked at and you're like, oh, I want to kind of model model myself sure. after that or bring myself to look like them or to sound like them. And I don't know what it was, but just Colin Coward always captivated me. He is kind of the last of the national guys, right? That I think is appointment listening for some folks because yeah, I would say that. Look at what national radio has become. It's dissolving Man. left and right. It's it's switching over to more podcast form and really local radio. I think has benefited from the national. I guess it's 
dissolving little by little. You talk about Tony Kornheiser, for example, yeah. big, big media personality. He said he hated national radio, loves local radio, does it in D.C. every mm-hmm. day for drive time. Yeah. And I think you're seeing more of a trend towards that as ESPN Radio kind of funnels out some of the bigger personalities. Which is sad, but Howard's but like yeah. the last one. I mean, yep. he really is, I think, in terms of just being on terrestrial radio and and people saying, like, oh, yeah, I'll listen to that. It was so great, like, back in the day of, like, ESPN Prime Radio, where you had Mike and Mike in the morning, then Colin Cowherd, right. then SVP routine, right? and Rosillo, yeah. Levitar in the afternoon, yeah. They, they, that, those were, and you know what, we do, <laughs> I remember back in my day. I uh, know, We do sound here. old already, but it do, it is true. I think those days are officially behind us, the, the, the transition of national sports talk radio is, is long past those I know, days. I know, it's sad. Which is great for local radio like this, right? I mean, I think that there's still a huge audience locally at every different oh, market, yeah. but no one wants to list a national where all you're going to do is hear about the Jets, the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, no one and, wants to hear about that. I mean, that's, that's essentially it, right? Yeah. I mean, if you do, if you listen to national radio, that's all you're going to get. If you want to hear about your team lo- yep. locally, you got to go to your local. And spot. that's why I always feel like local radio will be strong, especially in sports talk. You I know, agree. Because like, yeah. everybody, it's, you know, in fact, for instance, with the Razorbacks, which by the way, Todd, love the Razorback gear today, loving that stuff, looking good. Looking you know, I good. didn't even, I should have credited you, Todd, but it's almost, a, it's a similar shade is Nebraska, so I'm always see Todd Nebraska That's stuff. True. So yeah, I, I guess I did. I, I should have credited you. Yes, very That's, nice. Good uh, touch. Hey, I, I'm equal opportunity when it comes to both. So yeah, like I said, it looks great though because it's uh, you know it's football season, but basketball also happened last night too. Which oh, and not just last night, but yeah. today as well. Yeah, I mean, I just mean, add more to the hope train, right, yeah. for Razorback basketball. Which, by the way, folks, uh, for those of you who are joining us, it is a trash talk Thursday, so uh, we'll have some fun with Arkansas and Ole Miss coming up this weekend because we know that's always a big crazy series and we'll have some questions to talk about that series and then that game in general so uh, we'll get into some football talk and also hear from Sam Pittman but as you heard in the intro which by the way those of you who are already asking on the Southern Structural Solutions text line that was the White Stripes by it was Icky Thump so if you haven't heard that song that's a you problem it's a great one but uh, we know that last night with basketball man I, I got to drive up to Fayetteville and watch the game in Barnhill Arena which it was a weird thing, but also a cool thing. I think I talked about it a little bit yesterday how it gave an old school feel. We're talking about going back in my day. That's it. That's it. But yeah, it was yeah. like there was you couldn't stream it anywhere. You couldn't watch it anywhere. It wasn't on radio. There was no radio broadcast of it. The only way you could know what was going on is if you were there or if you were following along people on Twitter. That that was the only reason or any way that you could watch what happened last night. Uh, but it felt like just a good old fashioned old school basketball game. No media timeouts. No, no. Uh, well, let's go to the you know so and so companies. You know, French fry toss. Like yeah. there was none of that. It was just uh, it gave a good feeling. I was like, man, this is this sounds like it was back in the day. When it From what I could tell on social media, it sounded like the only thing missing was Jim Robkin. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it gave it gave the vibe like the band was in the same spot and uh, the Wi Fi was awful. And I was like, well, that's another Even more way. authentic, right? Very, yes. very authentic. Should have turned it off. Yeah. 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 But Can't it, go that far. No. But yeah. it was great, though. It was great seeing there, uh, sitting there and getting a chance to see this new team for basketball, which, you know, in the middle of football season, but people are excited about Razorback basketball. I still, to this day, believe Arkansas is a basketball school with the excitement that they always have and how much uh, competitiveness that they're at. But Hey, Nebraska's a volleyball school. So. Yeah, yeah, hey, listen, everyone's got their things. But for Arkansas last night and seeing Muss and seeing what he was able to do and uh, some of the players, it was really cool. I, I'm not going to sit here and try to say that, oh, this is uh, – jokingly said they were going to go 40-0. You know? But, you know, seeing seeing some of these new faces, some of these experienced guys, didn't really get a chance to see the two guys that I was most excited about seeing or I feel like could be the, the biggest or best offensive players is Trevin Brazil, of course. They're still – making sure he's good to go, and then Khalif Battle. What happened with Battle? So it was a weird deal. We were there and watching warm-ups and whatnot, and suddenly I saw Battle kind of – it wasn't limping off. Or he, like Ronnie Brewer was kind of just – it wasn't like he was holding him off the, and helping him off the court. Like it was kind of just like a – you know, a little supporting support. him. Yeah, support a little support. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. okay. And I didn't even know who it was at first because, again, I'm still getting used to these faces and these numbers. But we talked to Muss afterwards, and – he essentially said that uh, there was some soreness in his foot, and they went back and took him to the football facility that was right next door, and they went through some processes. It didn't look like at the time that there was a determination to say if it was a broke uh, break or not, and then they decided to say, hey, let's, let's get some tests done today, 
and see if it's anything serious. Because I guess he's broken his foot before. Oh, okay. History. And it's a this. history, yeah. Yeah, okay. That, now I understand the massive precaution. Right. Yeah, and so they were just sense. trying to make sure that uh, he's good to go on that front and don't really know, at least at this point in time, anything specific that's been put up as far as the seriousness of it. But as terrible as it is, as soon as that happened, all these Razorback fans are just sitting there like, yep, this, yep there, go, there it goes. we got to have somebody out for the season every single time. It's got to happen. And this time, before the season even begins. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's like hope not. Basketball's going to start turning into baseball, where it's just like, all right, who needs Tommy John? Hey, but with... Uh was it L. Ellis yes. coming in? So you had two senior guard, that's right, grad transfers. Mm-hmm. So you know, Must was wise. <laughs> yeah, he, and they both he, average. I think you know, one from Temple, one from Louisville. One, they both averaged about eighteen points a game. Very similar statistically. So at least there's some depth there. And of course, thankfully. you got Devo coming back. So uh, anyway, yeah. If of all positions, it felt like last year losing Brazil, he was one of one without any real depth right you know uh, not to say oh this is okay to lose you don't want to lose anybody but as far as you know you have to do something if you have to lose something depth at guard is solidified enough with your transfers and your returnees to where you go okay if if someone has to sit for a little bit we feel like we should be okay there right yeah oh yeah Yeah. because and here's another thing too with Muss, and we know this now that this is it's crazy it's year five going into year five for eric musselman but as long as he's been here there's been not been everything's not been perfect or whatnot, but you can always count that he's going to have guards. He's going to have elite guards. Even when he came in his first year, and and most of the guys were still left over yeah. from the previous coaching staff, yeah. still did exceptionally well. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he yeah. made it work for him, and so I'm not worried about that. Uh, he did get to see Keon Minifield play, even though you know he's not eligible this season. So that was, uh, I guess, I didn't. I, it's like weird because I'm like I don't even want to watch him because it's like if he goes if he goes great, the tease. Yeah, it's like he yeah. goes for like 16 and. Eight and seven, and then Arkansas struggles this year. There's well, just imagine if Minifield was on the team, like how big it would be. You just got to submit a waiver over and over and yeah. over again, like UNC did, right? Yes, yes. yes. So we'll get to that story in just a little yes. bit, but that's you just got to be persistent and almost to the point where you're annoying about it, mm-hmm. and to where they're just like, fine, do mm-hmm. it. Yeah, at we some don't po- care. At some point, I almost want them just to be like, okay, well, we're still going to play them, and y'all are just going to have to stop us. <laughs> like, what are you going to do? You're going to have police there. Eventually, it's it's not going to matter because I do think we just inch closer every year to the. NCAA not mattering. It's closer and closer. All you're going to do now is make a call to the SEC office mm-hmm. instead of an NCAA office. I just don't feel like that's too far away in a number of years. We're getting there, yeah. slowly but surely. Yeah, but it was just great. Last night, there was a lot of fans. I think they ended up saying an estimation of about 6,000 fans, something to that extent. I think there was more than that. And maybe I'll just count it because I was counting the band and everybody that was basically there. But that's what they really do great too. Crowd. Hey, that's what they do too. They They're, are there. They will count you whether you're there or not. Yes, if, if it's yes. a ticket distributed. That's the announced crowd. That's right. Yeah, yes. yeah. In fact, I even think uh, if there was any bodies buried underneath Barnhill, they're they probably they're put there in too. There. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So, but it was a great crowd. The atmosphere was great, and uh, the energy was great. And uh, I think that just because of how the football season's gone. It added a little bit of excitement to, instead of having three straight weeks of being down in the dumps and being frustrated and being whatever, fans got to see something that, and it's like, okay, well, you know, football's not over, but at least this can give us a little bit of an excitement, even though Arkansas basketball doesn't even take the floor again until October 20th against some, like, D3 school in Texas. It's like Tyler Southern Texas thing or whatever, but it gave a little nice little tease to everybody, and Showed that uh, there's a lot of athleticism. You got to see Devo back, which he got the loudest ovation by far, of course. As he should. And, March uh, Devo. Yeah. We're, we're a ways off, but man, yeah. everybody knows he's going to deliver when it gets time. It's almost going to be weird, and I'm not trying to put the car before the horse, it's almost going to be weird seeing a must team next year without Devo Davis. Because I just don't know what it looks like. Yeah, I don't they, know what they, it exists. They, they are kind of, they've turned into one of those pairings, coach player pairings that, you know, you just probably looked at on the early going and go, hey, it'd be great if he developed into a nice player, and then he develops into a March, you know, play on mm-hmm. you know tournament superstar yeah every single year yeah. and uh yeah it, it will but I, i'm looking forward to his final season and having the depth behind him too and and with him where you get these senior laden guards where he doesn't feel like he has to help guys come along like he did last year mm-hmm. where they had freshman guard play where he felt more of like a mentor now it's i think it's gonna be a little bit more of a level hey we're all on the same level you i know what to expect of you you know what to expect of me let's just go out there and perform yeah without any hey you can't do that hey you, this is how this goes. It's not so much mentoring and teaching for Devo now. It's more so just go out there and play. Mm-hmm. Be you and, and, and perform at the highest level that we know you can. Be Devo. Yes. And, and that's what Be March all, Devo, preferably. Yeah, March Devo is great. But hey, if you, you need can to do wait. that in December, January, yeah, you whatever can, you want. But February. if you need to wait until March, well, I'm, that's fine. He, as long as you get it. to March, yes. and then you can get there, and then things can it's happen. It's worth the wait. Yes, yeah. as we've seen. But like, I just love seeing how 
uh, with Devo especially, you can tell he has the respect of already the team. And, uh, you know, that he, he's, he's automatically knowing what he's supposed to do out there on the court. Well, he knows the expectations everything. of Muss. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's the only one. I was about to say, who knows Muss better on that, in, maybe in, in the entire program other than Devo. You know, it, it mm-hmm. has been a really unique and special, I think, coach-player relationship. And, right. Um, yeah, I think it's one of those relationships where we've seen emotions of ran high on both sides with mm-hmm. both of them over the years and they work it out like yep. a family every which single is, which time is special that's e- important every single time yeah I, even when you think oh boy is this rift too big to uh, come back yep. from and they still work it out yeah. yeah like i even loved how with muss like last night of course he was acting like it was coaching in the ncaa tournament like he just has one what did motor. you say well, you tweeted something out like you felt a little worried <laughs> you yourself was a little scared yes. at one point i was because listen like, listen we're so we're sitting there in the in the press row and it's like you know you got a, a row up front with like the scorers table and then you have the media right behind it so we're right behind it. well Muss isn't on the sideline he's in the middle at the scores table because he's watching both and he's sitting there and he's got it he's got a pen and he's got a piece of paper and he's sitting there, and he's uh, he'll be yelling over at you know Anthony Ruta, one of the assistant coaches. Cause they're coaching that team, or he'll be uh, yelling over here. So he's and, going back and forth between each each yeah, team. Yeah, and he's still yelling at the team of doing stuff. And yeah. they didn't get back on defense fast enough to his liking. And I wish I could have filmed it because again, this is right in front of us. And he just slams that thing down and then just stop, like walks onto the court in the middle of the game, middle of action, just like they're acting like scrimmage. He just stops it and he just starts ripping them a new one. And he said a lot of words. And I was just sitting there, I'm like, I was being that close to it. It made me feel like when you we were kids and you were at a friend's house and then your friend's like dad came and got mad at him and he was you're being in too trouble. loud at one AM. Yeah, yeah, being too loud or he like yeah. did something yesterday that you just found out about and he's you know, come here to me type stuff and then it was like and then you felt scared even though you it had nothing to do with it, but just, just because you're like in I'm scared. Presence of it. Yes, yeah. That's how it felt. I'm like, I have never seen a man who may not be the tallest in stature, have more of an intimidating thing than what Eric Musselman does. <laughs> it's, I'm like, it's an intensity level that, if he was any bigger, it'd be terrifying. Mm-hmm. But the fact that at least he's a little bit smaller, I guess, makes him more palatable. But he but he has that, and I think this is important. Not He's not Nick Saban. I just want that right. on the record. Okay, yeah, he's yeah. not Nick Saban. But <laughs> when you see coaches like Saban and others at that level, yeah. where it's three minutes left in the game, they're up by 20, 30-plus points, and they're still having that level of intensity, you know that. That's where their success, mm-hmm. a big portion of it comes from, because it's never letting off. Yep. It's never allowing anybody to feel comfortable or settled. It's always push, pressure, keep going. And I think Musk has that same level of intensity, maybe more at times, yeah. because he's not yelling at 11 guys on the field. He's yelling at five. Mm-hmm. And so they all feel like you probably did when your dad's friend was yelling at yep. him, where it's a little more intimate. You're there on the court. You know, yeah. you could see it so much closer. So I, I do think that's important, though. And having yeah. having a team that understands, hey, we know that's just what he is. And it's an Don't take it personal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't take, and I think Devo being there to tell those guys, hey, whatever he yells at you about, just don't take it personally, because mm-hmm. well, it's going to happen a lot. Well, I also think with the way that Muss has handled his coaching regime just in college and how he's basically built up his resume where people are like, okay, I see he's putting guys in the NBA. And you hear about Jalen Williams or Moses Moody or now even Anthony Black saying, I learned so much from Musselman in that one or two years I was there that they got me got me ready for the NBA. All these players that are in the transfer portal or the, the high school recruits, which again we'll talk about the big commitment today, I think they see all these things. They're like, okay, I know, like, forget everything else. I know that this guy has something about what he does and how he coaches that's going to get me to the next level. There's something there. And so it's almost like when they go in, they're, you know, like they don't probably know exactly what to expect or anything, but it's almost like, again, I'm just going on from a limb. They put up with it because they're like, hey, this is something, whatever it is he wor- does, it works. So I'm going to take it. I'm going to take his coaching. I'm going to take his rippings. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it what he says because I want to be that best player. I want to get to that next level. And I think it's maybe even the same thing, like you said, with Saban, which I think is a is a good way of correlating it with another coach, just where there's probably a coach that if he was a new coach that's never been a head coach before, and he's and he's handling things like that, probably be like, man, what is this guy doing? Or, or if he's lost some games. Different yeah. levels, too. I mean, think mm-hmm. about Urban Meyer when he went to oh, the brush. Yeah. He tried to implement a college-like discipline attitude to adult men with children, and look how that worked out. <laughs> yeah. They looked at him like, who the heck is this idiot? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Don't care what you did in college. It's a different level. But like we're saying, at this level, if you want to get to that level, you have to put up with a certain level of discipline that maybe is a little intense, yeah. or a lot intense at times. Yeah. But the success has been there. And I I mean, 
who who'd Arkansas get today? I think he even mentioned, hey, where I want to go, he's going to help me get there. And we all know that if you're a top 100 recruit, you're thinking about the NBA. And fortunately for Eric Musselman, <laughs> all 15 of his high school recruits since he has come to Arkansas have been top 100 players. Yep, every single one of them. Which, by the way, folks, for those of you who are wondering who we're talking about, i got to play the cook. I always love doing this anytime they get a big commitment. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. See, that's all I want to play. As I just said, you got him because Arkansas was able to get a four-star wing in Isaiah El- Elohim. Elohim, I think, is how. Uh, There's gonna be a lot of play on words with uh, he's him. Yes, you know, perfectly. You get ready for that. A lot of memes about him. Yeah, him if he turns out to be the player. Well, he expect he is a big-time commitment for Arkansas. Committed to Arkansas. He's a top 40 player. And he chose Arkansas over a school that, oh, let me see if I've ever heard of them before. It's called Kansas. Okay, Kansas. I um, heard they're pretty good at basketball at times. They're right. And uh, Villanova's was the other one that was in the mix, but uh, he decided to choose Arkansas. He's 6'5", 195, originally from New York, but currently resides out of California. And uh, depending on which recruiting service that you look to, always like 24-7 sports composite rankings, they have him as the number 38 player in the country. So Top top 40. I was told that Musk can't recruit high school kids, though. I was told by that. Well, and look what happened last year. So, you know, he hears all that, and he wants to prove people wrong. So he goes out and does what? He signs the second-ranked class in the nation. Not bad. Go to the Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. You know, that's good. Good mark. Not bad. But obviously, lower than what... The expectation level is, you know, I think that him proving people wrong and that he can get a high school class of that magnitude, but also showing you it's not all about that. Mm-hmm. It's ha- And then what does he do so well? He mines the portal. That's yeah. what he's always been great at, is getting great JUCOs before the portal and then transfers now that you have the portal. I think now the balance is is going to be seen with this Razorback basketball program where he's going to be like, hey, we did the we did the high school route. But guess what? It's a different era now. Getting the best high school class isn't everything anymore. Getting great high school players is important. But if you can mind the portal like he can and get these senior lane guards coming in that are averaging 18 points a game, what do you need at the NCAA tournament deep in your postseason run? You need senior guard play. Mm-hmm. I think he obviously knows what the heck he's doing. Yeah. And, and getting guys like this, important. But is as important as getting some of those transfers from Louisville and Temple, good basketball schools. Louisville, a great basketball school. Yeah, I think to me, it's like no, he he's going to be just fine without a top ten high school recruiting class if he doesn't get that every single year. Like we, you know, everybody wants that. Yeah, yeah, everybody wants that, but it doesn't always work. Well, it also used to be something to where it was almost like your your recruits, your high school guys, and then your development players or whatever. You go for transfers to complement those guys. That's right. Now it's the opposite where it's, at least with Muss, he gets the transfers and then the high school recruits are the ones that need to complement those transfers, which is what I think we're going to see this year. Bayfall, five-star All-American player, also Layden Blocker. And I'm not kidding about this, guys. I don't think either one of those play a significant role in this year's team. Like, like they may get in a little sixth bit. Sixth or seventh guy off the bench? I don't even know if or it'll be that. Off the bench. You may, I'm saying, like, uh, first or second guy off the bench? I don't think Blocker plays. Really? I don't think Blocker plays, and I don't think Bayfall plays that much. Like, I, I think maybe uh, there'll be a time where if someone needs a breather and right. foul trouble, he'll get in. But you're, average, you're talking about, like, five to ten minutes a game max, max. for those guys. Absolute max. Wow. Yeah. And, and But I think it's not because of how bad they are or anything. It's just... They have guys that are, are further along. They're, a jar on the shelf more so than right. an immediate impact guy. Right. They know they got guys that have already shown that they can win or at least play at a high level in college basketball. They already got guys that are picking up on what is the expectation for defense and practices and everything like that. Uh, a lot more quicker than what a freshman would. And so I think Muss is kind of like, all right, I got my guys. It's up to you, freshmen. You guys are going to have to get up here. You guys are going to have to get up to their level. Uh, we'll help you out, but... That's the only way you're going to see the floor is if you even mess around with these guys and get there. I think Muss would play anybody that could help them win, but you know he has a short bench. Oh yeah, he all, that's always that's always his that's historically you know his his methodology <laughs> he is he's going to play six or seven guys yes. max yes in and a I, game and in, unless they're blowing them out by twenty right yeah. and I, I I'd be interested to see how these recruits handle that you mentioned you know four and five star guys five stars expect to come in and play how much what is their expectation level on playing time and how much was that discussed mm-hmm. that'd be interesting to find out because of the, the the way the portal is now it's like okay yeah you can get a five star guy can you keep him can you keep him for his entire career five star guys used to come into universities thinking they're going to be what one and dones yeah. Uh, I don't know if they do that you anymore. It would be that if you're averaging five to ten minutes a game. Yeah, and I'll say this real quick about Devo. I thought, and this may be a sad thing, but I'm serious. Devo to me is going to be the last player ever to be a four-star Razorback. 
like four or four year Razorbacks. I don't think it'll ever happen again in basketball. There'll never be another player that stays all four years and contributes all four years in Razorback well, basketball. Well, contributes is the key, right? Because there yes. might be some guys who, who don't yeah, mind. walk on. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's we're going to talk about that. There might be some that. guys who might ride the bench. Maybe so. We got more Out of Bounds here on a Trash Talk Thursday. Coming up next, stay with us. Register and make your picks now for the Bud Light SEC Pick'em Challenge. Go online at 1037thebuzz.com and pick the team you think will win each week for your chance to win. This is Sports Center. Last night, Arkansas basketball held their annual red-white game. Team Red won 88-70. Joseph Pinion and LLS led the way as Pinion led all scorers with 20 points on 7 of 8 shooting. LLS had 16 points on 8 of 10 shooting and 6 assists. After the game, Coach Eric Musman talked about the offense. We're going to be able to stretch the defense out a little bit more than maybe we have in the past. So, uh, really pleased with our shooting. Next up for Arkansas will be a matchup with UT Tower on October 20th for the first of two exhibitions before the season officially starts on November 6th versus Alcorn State. And Arkansas basketball gained a 2024 commitment from Sierra Canyon four-star Isaiah Iwohim. Iwohim chose Arkansas up for Kansas and Villanova. He's ranked 42nd overall by 247 Sports. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumelle is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. Ah, not again. Let me tell you about my man Tom. He had some serious bad luck. And one day he said to me, When is my luck gonna change? And I was like, You need to go to Tunica, bro. And he was like, Yeah! Good idea, bro. Tom was winning big money. People were cheering and kisses. My man was like, This is amazing! The Zulzing Street was finally over. Man, I cannot believe my luck. Believe it. Because when you're in Tunica, you're always a winner. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Have you been denied a new roof by your insurance company after storm damage? You won't be denied at Shamrock Roofing. Give us a call or visit us at shamrockroofer.com. Right now, we're offering a free impact-resistant roof upgrade. Plus, if you've been denied coverage by your insurance company after the storms, you automatically qualify to win a new roof for free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com for details. Shamrock Roofing, where one call does it all at shamrockroofer.com. Difficult times challenge our mental and physical health. Take time to exercise. Focus on your emotional needs and your loved ones. If you need help, visit MethodistFamily.org. For over 120 years, MFH has been your community resource for a complete continuum of care. This message is sponsored by Methodist Family Health and aired in cooperation with this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. Of course, you have many options when it comes to great dining options downtown, but there's only one, Dizzy's Gypsy Bistro. Still offering a wide selection of all your favorite special craft cocktails, including beer and wine, and a menu featuring gourmet salads and delicious pastas. And Dizzy's is also the multiple-time winner of the World Cheese Dip Competition. With a dog-friendly patio, a funky eclectic atmosphere, and room for large parties with reservations, Dizzy's will have you coming back again and again. Since 1995, Dizzy's Gypsy Bistro, Dizzy's Need a new tractor? Zero turn mower? Maybe even a new utility vehicle? River Valley Tractor has you covered. With Kubota equipment from River Valley Tractor, you'll find tractors that are rated number one in owner experience to take on your toughest jobs with ease. Find them today at rivervalleytractor.com. Work smarter, not harder this year with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Hey folks, Trey Johnson here with HJ Trailer Sales in Hot Springs. And I want to thank all our customers for making HJ Trailer Sales the number one trailer and truck bed dealer in the state of Arkansas. With fall almost here and everyone heading to the woods, I want to let you know that we're here to keep your trailers on the road with a great repair shop. So come see us at HJ Trailer Sales where we make you the priority and where you will also find that we keep our word. We're family owned and operated. Check us out at HJTrailerSales.com or on Facebook. 
Scott Graham here from Westwood One. Coming up on Thursday Night Football, it's an NFC battle with the Bears at the Commanders. Washington fell to 2-2 two and two with an overtime loss to the Eagles last week, while Chicago is looking for their first win of the season. Ian Eagle and Ross Tucker will call the action on air and on the free live stream sponsored by AutoZone on Thursday Night Football. Right here on 1037 The Buzz. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. O'Reilly Auto Parts' new Brake Best Select Pro brand raises the bar for the best aftermarket domestic brake pads and rotors available. For vehicle-specific friction formulations, quiet tech noise-canceling shims, and stainless steel hardware, choose Brake Best Select Pro. Professional-grade brakes from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Make your tailgate the party of the parking lot by getting the best meats in all of Arkansas at Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Trips left. That's into the open side of the field. Got a new running back in the game. They throw it short and it's intercepted. Inside the 25. That's going to be a touchdown. Arkansas picks it off. That is Antonio Greer. Transfer from South Florida. First action of the season into the end zone. Hogs are on the board. On 1037 The Buzz. That about here on Trash Talk Thursday. John Neighbors, Chris Kane, Todd Pierce in the Hogsmeat Market Studios with you. Talked a lot of basketball in the previous segment with the red-white game, which was a lot of fun to check it out and have the nostalgia there at uh, Bud Walton Arena, or Bud Walton, at Barnhill Arena, which is always really cool. Just, uh, you know, that, that nostalgia thing. They can't play games there. I get it. But uh, I never got to experience Barnhill. So for a lot of fans that remember those days, I'm sure it was very nostalgic. It is them. a – look – Sports is always going to be, you know, nostalgia driven, but in oh, yeah. Arkansas, it certainly is, and and really in all southern sports, it feels like it's a huge area where nostalgia always reigns high. And Bud Bud Walton is is great. Yeah, Mid, what is it? The Mid America Palace Basketball, Basketball Palace of, of Mid America. Thank you. Yeah, and but you know, talk to my dad who went to the U of A, my mom mm-hmm. went to the U of A. They're like, it just it's great. Yep, but it's not it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. And, and because the intimacy of being all on top of each other in Barnhill where you just felt like everybody there's not a bad seat in the house, yeah. right? Yeah. Where Bud Walton, I mean, there's not not horrible seats, but the nosebleeds are the nosebleeds. Yeah. Well, it was like it was like the student section for Barnhill, like if you were in the front row of the student section, your feet were on the court. Right. And so and there was no like bar in front of you to like a railing to keep you from doing anything. I, that will never happen now, but still, like, I couldn't imagine ha- that type of intimacy for the games and some of the iconic games, of course, that happened there, too. That always helps. Yeah. A it, lot of wins there. Yeah, that, that definitely helps. Also, from the Southern Structural Solutions text line, Doug asks, did the court have the Sovereign Hog on the court at Bun- uh, Barnhill? Love that logo. I don't know. If, I don't think it did. It, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I think that they have whatever the volleyball team uses, and I know gymnastics is there, too, and I'm just going to let everybody know. Barnhill's not going to be around much longer. Just letting everybody know. They're going to be building something new to uh, change that up and to have something, a facility for the gymnastics and for the volleyball team that's a little bit more updated and up to the standard What do you mean code. it's not going to be around anymore? I'm just telling you it's going to be. What do you mean? Did you just I don't break do news? I just, I'm just trying. Did you just break news? I'm softening the blow is all I'm doing. What just, did you just say about Barnhill? I, I just, it's not going to be around for. What do you mean forever? it's not going to be around? Explain to me in ways that you actually, <laughs> what do you, do you mean that they're going to tear it down? It's it's just the bar. Are they going to change the inside? The I need answers. Barnhill Arena, as we know it, will not be there anymore. Will they be able to host basketball games there? Will it still be called Barnhill Arena? I have a lot of questions. Now that I don't know, but it just won't be because and I get it because you know 
the volleyball team, gymnastics team, those teams that are having to beat that. In fact, the ball, uh, the gymnastics team's even been coming to. Is this uh, well known news? But, uh, I don't know how well known it is. Did you just did you find something out yesterday that you just blurted out on the radio? It's not like I'm over here like getting like my 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 sauces are saying this. It's like it's I feel like it's something that probably most people can probably put two and two together that at some point in time they need to have gymnastics and all that. Because you said at some point in time, of course, at some point in time. I'm not saying well, yeah, I'm not saying they're going to demolish it tomorrow, but I'm saying I would if okay, I'll put it this way: if Barnhill Arena is still there as it is today, within the next three years, I'll be shocked. Okay. So, that's just what they're trying to move towards. All right. I'm sorry, everybody. Wow. I, just, I didn't want it to be, the, I wanted to be, be that Here guy. Here you are opining about nostalgia and how great it is to be in there. And you're you see like, what I did there, hey, though? Hey, better, better get it he in while you can. You in, then he rips your heart yeah. out. Yeah. Hey, it was great to be there last night. Uh, you better get in while you can because it's not going to be there anymore. Yeah. yeah exactly. Really? Yeah. We're going to have to have a funeral for, uh, so, for Barnhill. And this is, is this information that's pretty, like, well whispered up there? I, I think that it's... Did you hear it from somebody kind of in passing? I need to know more. Well, what the you, the what only you, thing I've heard is just, just dropped a bomb. Listen, I got some sauces up there, some people that, uh, yeah, that I know that they're just saying that there's a lot of stuff on the horizon, that they're changing up the facilities. We know that Bud Walton Arena is getting a huge facelift. We know that uh, you know, Bomb Walker's gone through some renovations. We know Razorback Stadium's gone through renovations. But with the gymnastics program and even the volleyball pro- and these programs that's been using Barnhill, they want to be able to have a facility to where it can be built in a way that can be used for more than just the sports that's being used for. You don't know if they're going to gut it or not or tear it down or not. You don't know that. I just know it's going to be bigger and nicer and everything. So it... Oh, well, to make it bigger, you'd have to... Yeah. (gasps) I know. I know. I'm sorry. Okay, I do. All right. All right. All right I'll, everybody. I'll, I'll, I'll let you off your ledge here because I know you don't want to give up anything else. Well, because if your it's just like tweeting at me. I am like, your guest today, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold your, your feet too much further to the fire. But I do have fine. a couple people who are Rusty and Billy on our I believe Asher Record Service. That's right. Thank you, Asher Record Service live fan feedback. Both said, Mr. Pena would like to have a word with you, John, as you said before the break that you thought Devo, and mm-hmm. you're, you're betting that he'll be the last four-year Razorback. Yeah. I mean, uh, Joseph Pena. I love Joseph Pena. I hope but, he's there. I mean, just based on trends, you're going to bank on him being here for, another, for this season and another season and another season as a contributor? I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but just knowing how college basketball is and how Muss has also handled the portal and, and, and you know, putting players in positions like... I mean, I, I just I'm going off of trends. I would, and here's the thing, and this is nothing against Joe's opinion, but I don't, I didn't, I didn't consider him a contributor his freshman year. Like Devo was a contributor his freshman year. Oh, okay. Oh, so, I see what you mean. You're and, and you're adding that caveat yeah, to where you're saying con- not just here redshirting, right? Yeah, you're, or or playing very limited minutes, yeah. but true on the court contributor yes. throughout the entire season. Yes. Okay, that's Cause, fair. Because to me, that's yeah. like that's what counts the most. Because yeah, there'll be there'll be walk-ons or there'll be some players that ride the bench. But I'm talking about guys that jars on the shelf development players might be there four years, but not right. guys like Devo immediately when they yeah. get out there on campus, starting playing con- significant minutes and yes. doing that for four years, doing it. Yeah, Got it. yeah. yeah. It's just okay. uh, that's not not going to be a thing. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Jimbo's on the line. What's up, Jimbo? Hey. I, I want to tell you about the heydays of Barnhill. I was one of the kids that slept on the sidewalk for four days. We got in line Thursday morning at 9 o'clock, and tickets went on sale Sunday evening at 7 p.m., and we slept out in front of the Frank Burles Complex. And by Thursday night, there were 900 people in line, and it was the biggest four-day party you've ever seen in your life. Mm. But that's how big getting your tickets to the games were. And I was toward the front and went to the right window, and we had seats 1 through 10, Section C, Row 1. So uh, it was quite a time, and I got to see uh, U.S. Free, all their big-time plays, and we got... uh, Gerald Williams thrown out. He was police escorted off the court one year. We made we would we would get together and and decide what we were going to do for that game, and we'd bring credit cards to throw at uh, players, and and we would bring uh, good old family fun. Folks, and you know it was great. Better than but coins, I suppose. You don't ever want to do away with Barnhill Arena. It was the best. Yeah. Now we're gonna have a, a an ode to Barnhill the rest I know. of the week. Well, I know. John, I know. Let the cat out of the whatever bag you found it in. Yeah, maybe I just need to change my story just for the sake of that. Hey, appreciate you calling in, Jimbo. Uh, sit there all day. Be like, it's, it's you didn't hear from me. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I got to think of like some way to you know almost because uh, I, I, I'm gonna make a reference here. I don't know if anybody knows. Do you ever watch? I think you should leave on Netflix. Um, have you seen the meme with the hot dog? 
costume guy? Yes, yes. Okay, yeah, we're that's all trying I'm, to find the guy who did this. That's what I'm going to have to that's turn what into. You are going to be. Yeah, because then everyone's going to be like, "Hey, I, I don't know who did this. We're all trying to find a guy who said this, and you know, get after him." Uh huh. Yeah, I, I may have uh, I, may have caused a problem. Next here. time you go up there, you might have a couple people be like, <laughs> "May not be allowed back." Hear about you saying something on statewide radio that was just kind of. Mentioned in passing? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh-huh. I'm afraid of this. Uh, Goodness. Before, before we take another break. I can't get this off my mind. I know. Tuck's in North Little Rock. What's up, Tuck? Hey, guys. Hey, yeah, I I wanted to jump on that opinion bandwagon, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, because he's the lead scorer. It looks like uh, he might make it in the rotation now if he keeps on like that. And I was wondering how his defense is improving, you know? Well, one of those guys that's learning as he goes. What, what did you guys think about uh, Pinion's defense? And we know he keeps scoring. Looks like he's becoming consistent scoring. So uh, I want to see how that guy's developing it and whether he's going to make it in the rotation. Okay, appreciate it, Tuck. Thanks for calling in. Uh, as far as just again, all I've seen is what was in a red-white game last night. You know, and that's pretty much all anyone's seen. But just talking with Eric Musselman and what he's discussed about Pinion is that he's done everything that's been asked of him. He has gotten better. He has developed. And I'm sure he's going to be somebody that will play at times this year. It's just a matter of what role will that be. Because how many times have we seen in a must team where there was a guy who played a lot more in the beginning of the year, but as the year went on, their minutes started getting a little bit diminished. And for whatever reason, it's not just because maybe they were bad, it's because somebody else stepped up into that role. That could happen. But I will say that from what I understand about Pinion is he looks better. I think his defense is better. His shoot, he's shooting last night. He hit all of his wide-open threes. In fact, the maddest he got is when he missed a free throw. Like, he was so infuriated like that he missed a free throw. So uh, I think he could play a role in this team. It's just a matter of can they work him into this new offense, which Musk talked about. This is what blows my pants off. He's like, yeah, we, we developed a uh, – it's like the Bucks offense mixed with a little bit of the Princeton offense that we have the, the bigs always at the elbows because our guys that – you know, play at the elbow position does a really good job of being able to be really active at that. So I'm like, I don't even know what you said, but it sounds good. So apparently they've made some adjustments Justin. on offense to, to get some kickouts and whatnot. Well, but, I mean, if Joseph Penny can just be a knockdown shooter, yes, what that, yeah, that's key. Of course, what they missed last year, right? Mm-hmm. It was so obvious. And if he can at least do that, he'll find a role in this team and play some, hopefully, some valuable minutes as long as he can get out there. Not just hitting open threes, though. That's great. He hit yep. open threes, but he's going to have to be able to hit contested. Yes, and not only on top of that, but you can't play for Muss and play on the court unless you play defense. And if his defense has improved, he can see the court, but you're, he's not, Muss is not going to ever allow any sort of liability on the court if he can help it. Right. And so if he's developed on that, then he might be a key contributor. But, hey, we got to take a break. When we come back, we'll get to What's Trending in the World of Sports presented by West Rock Coffee. We'll get to more of your phone calls and text messages here on a Trash Talk Thursday, 501-661-1037. More Out of Bounds up next. We're back here with Wild Bill at Motorsports Authority. Lots of folks talking football, but we're talking great deals, Wild Bill. All of our customers are a winner right here at Motorsports Authority, folks. We're passing out the lowest prices possible for any vehicle that we got. We're passing out top dollars for the trades. We'll trade for just about anything as long as you don't have to feed it. And I'll tell you what, folks, we're having a great time right here at Motorsports Authority. In Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central or online at msastore.com. Get here to Motorsports Authority. Go Hogs! RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, I know interest rates are high right now. That's what everybody's talking about. But if you're thinking about a project, whether it be a commercial project or you want to build a house, now's the time to come talk to you about what those future plans may look like. You know, RJ, no matter what the business environment may be, we're always there to sit down with our customers and talk about their future plans and what's going on with their businesses. And that's one thing about Southern Bank is they're a community bank. They want to be your partner. Partnering with our customers is a key to how we do business. And Chris, you know, we talk about those interest rates being high, but the one good news out of that is deposit rates. We have some great CD and checking account rates. Just give us a call and see what one of our personal bankers can do for you. If you want more information about interest rates or those deposit rates that we just talked about, call Chris and his team today at 501-424-0900 or go online at bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. How important is price when buying tires? Maybe for you, it's what drives you to choose your tire store. 
How important is service? And what about choosing a tire store that is locally and family-owned? What if I told you that your local, family-owned Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot can offer you the most competitive pricing with the caring service that you expect from your neighbor? Right now, we have huge savings on our most popular sets of tires to keep you and your family safe on the road. Tires, service, and straight talk. Big O Tires. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. The pandemic is over, but COVID-19 is here to stay. In fact, it's still among the top five leading causes of death in the U.S., just after heart disease and cancer. So this fall, stay up to date with the latest COVID-19 vaccines, just like you do with the flu, because you've got no time for 19. The vaccine may not be for everyone. Please consult with your doctor. Brought to you by Moderna. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. When you roll the Charmin, up just stop on the party. Let's get small, so roll it back, everybody. Charmin's irresistibly soft, and have a nice. A grip is always stuck, it's our party wine. Charmin's Ultrasoft is irresistibly soft and more absorbent, so you can use less. Enjoy the go with Charmin. You know that crushing feeling when you click print on your PC and the doggone machine just won't print? Well, I fix that. Hello, my name's Tim Stanley. I'm the new owner of Business World, a TDS IT company. We're an IT company with a long history in the imaging channel, and I fix the printer conflict by using my Arkansas-based IT help desk. Call us at 501-374-7000 for more details on how a true IT-managed services company running your business will keep all your printers and scanners up and running all the time. Guadney Chevrolet is Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. They've been in business 60-plus years with an award-winning sales and service staff. Give them a call at 501-982-2102 or shop them online at GuadneyChevrolet.com. At GuadneyChevrolet.com, you can check out their inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles. You can even appraise a vehicle on GuadneyChevrolet.com. See just how much your vehicle is worth. Guadney Chevrolet is given thousands over book value on trade-ins. And also, you can sell a vehicle to Guadney Chevrolet. Check out the new Suburbans and Tahoes, along with Silverado, Blazer, Equinox, and my favorite, Malibu. Guadney Chevrolet also has convenient Saturday service hours from 7 a.m. till noon. So if you need to get a vehicle service, contact Guadney Chevrolet for that as well. Guadney Chevrolet is located off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. Have a watch party that everyone wants to attend at your house with the best of meats in the business. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Long count by Jefferson. Gives it right side green. Angles right. Got a hole across midfield. A.J. at the 40 down the sidelines at the 30. He's got a chance to go. He's going to get into the end zone. Touchdown, Arkansas. 55 yards for A.J. Green. They had a chance to trip him upside the 10 or trip him up just inside the 10. They couldn't do it. And Green is into the end zone for his first touchdown of the season. On 1037 The Buzz. Out of bounds here on a Trash Talk Thursday. John Neighbors, Chris Kane, Todd Pierce in the Hogsmeat Market Studios. And uh, also Maverick. Uh, I just wanted to <laughs> let everybody know that uh, that Chris Kane has brought his dog Maverick into the studio. I yes. Think first time I've ever done a show with a dog, even though I have a dog. But Maverick's great. You I don't even think, know he's here. I think I'm going to put him on camera. He's much he's much better looking than me. I'll put him on our YouTube camera. and, uh, and Just act like he's stream. talking. He's just laying down. Yeah, he's, he's pretty good. It's training season. Okay. Um, so I'm getting, you know, duck season is just a couple months away. So I'm trying to get him back into into okay. duck hunting shape. And so now we finally have good training weather. Like days like today is great. Yeah. Um, it's been hot all summer. It's 
tough to train, so I had him at the office. He kind of he always sits at the office with me at Delta Solar across the street, and I just didn't have time to bring him home. I said, I hope you don't mind, dude. And you're like, I'm a dog guy. Come yeah. on, bring him in. Like I said, I appreciate it. Yeah, because uh, again, our uh, lower floor here at Signal Media. Every single person down there has an obsession with dogs. Because right, I'm not a dog... It's a dog station. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. big dog station. Because here's the thing. I'm not a dog person. Like, I love my what dog. What do you mean you're not a dog person? You have love, a dog? I love my dog. And I love your dog. I, your dog is a good dog. But I'm Easy. not someone... You just met. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's just... Yeah. Listen, he, I, he's, you know why I love him? It's because he's chill. Like, that's the thing. You know, I like... Well, it's kind of like the same thing with children. I like kids when they're behaved. <laughs> But if this kid is over here, you know, you putting Sharpie into my trucks and stuff like that, then I'm like, okay. Says the man it, who owns a dog named Rowdy. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's 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 a uh, you know a, a mock, an oxymoron, isn't that what it's called? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, the point was, ironic. like, I just uh, yeah, ironic. That's there what it, it needs yeah. to be. But yeah, I just I don't. I'm not someone that if I see a dog, like someone walking a dog, I like run up to it and want to pet it and like all that. So it's like, see, I'm, I'm different. Chill. I'm a dog person in the sense that. I like almost all dogs, unless a dog right. is obviously mean, mm-hmm. more so than I would say that about children. I love my children, but like other people's children, especially if I don't, I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. But if someone else has a dog, I'm like, oh, come here, man. Let me yeah. see your dog. I, to me, dogs, kids, slight edge. Yeah. Slight edge over, oh, over as long as they're not my kids. Yeah, my kids obviously have an edge. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, well, I hope so. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it depends on so. the day, John. It yeah. depends on the day. Yeah. And well, I think I, a lot of parents would... I don't, I don't, I don't have any kids, so I cannot speak towards that. I only have one dog. My dog's awesome. He's exactly what I want because he's chill, he's relaxed, he's cool. But it's just like I couldn't imagine. Like some people that have like four dogs, I'm like, man. And I'm, again, I can, I like dogs, but that's a lot. You would not fare well at the rainwater. I was compound. just about to no. say, thank you, Todd. Yes, yeah. No. Well, the rainwaters have, and 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 Randy came in the other day. He was like, oh. Just got a lot of dogs. I was like, yeah, I know. He said they have six kennels downstairs. That's absurd. As they're renovating the upstairs of their house. So they are essentially in these tight quarters <laughs> with six dogs, six different kennels they have oh down there. Gosh. I was like, dude, you are a saint. He was like, Carrie is the saint. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, I've, I've tried to train my dog, Rowdy, which he's actually really well trained, but uh, it's just, you know, when, when I see... That's everything, though, right? Oh, yeah. It, I mean, you got... It's everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's very he's much... well-trained. Yes. He's well-trained. He's very chill. But he's, he gets anxious around other dogs, so he doesn't handle that very well. Um, so just like people... Got, some people aren't people persons. Yeah. He's just not a dog dog. I got, okay. I got asked by the place I would take him to get boarded to... In the nicest way possible, not to bring him back. Really? Because of how anxious he is and how anxious he made other dogs they and it was a problem to bring rowdy back in the nicest way possible they were like you know how maybe, dare they? He's, he's just how a, dare they he's a dog that just you Name know maybe them, he fits, them. maybe he fits somewhere no, really else don't. they might advertise it's kind of like that yeah exactly it's like a it's like a transfer portal you know kind of feel like you know we feel like you'd be better served if you were going to some other place <laughs> you know like one of those how'd things. that make you feel it made me feel like do you need to lay down on the couch to talk about it no i felt actually pretty like funny about it because i'm like nice not because he's mean but because he's so weird he didn't get kicked out he was just asked not to come back exactly yeah. i think there's a big difference agreed and, and they probably sort don't of. do that very often with dogs that aren't mean it's just my dog's like you know socially awkward Exception i guess to the, the best rule. way to yeah we'll go with that yeah <laughs> we got more out of bounds second hour underway and jake's down the line we'll get to you next here on out of bounds presents razorback graffiti every monday morning call morning mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did one sentence and one sentence only There's nothing quite like outdoor living, and at Razorback Camper Sales, we've been bringing the camping lifestyle to families for over 50 years. We're Arkansas's oldest family-owned RV dealer with